Hello and welcome back to my podcast. Today we will continue reading Greatest Warriors Knights. They are really good. Invasion forces, medieval knights often travelled long distances to fight campaigns in lands. By the way, I think I got hiccups. In lands far away from their own, sorry. Large armies of knights, infantry and archers form to invade and conquer other countries. Armies on the move needed huge quantities of food and other supplies on the march. Invading armies included foot soldiers as well as knights. Knights only could travel as fast as the infantry and supply wagon travelling with them about 16 to 24 kilometer 10 to 15 miles a day depending on the weather. The fighting season. Travelling armies obtained food by plundering the land they were passing through. The battles tended to take up between spring and autumn when fields were full of crops. Area up to 155 square kilometers, 60 square miles, around the large invading army would be stripped bare of everything edible, grains, vegetables, animals and even wild berries that may be poisonous. A hungry army, well organized for had a field kitchen like these. Each man needed around two kilograms, four libs of green or vegetable a day, and holds around 15, kilo- 15 kilograms, 35 libs of hay. A healthy army, a well fed army, fought better against animals more resilient to disease that came with living in the open for weeks, such as dying seed. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that correctly, I probably know. Let me tell you the words. I mean, let's. D Y S E N T E R Y. Combat stats. Norman Vision. In 1066, William, Duke of Normandy, Normandy prepared to invade England. His army daily supply needed in the month before the invasion on the 28th of September were huge army size about 14,000 people and 2,000 to 3,000 horses food required for men 28,000 kilograms 62,000 libs of wheat of full bread drink required for men 64,000 liters 14,000 gallons of fresh water food required for forces 12,000 to 8,000 kilograms 26,000 to 40,000 libs of grain 13,000 to 20,000 kilograms 29,000 to 44,000 libs of hay 4,000 to 5,000 kilograms 9,000 to 11,000 Dozens libs of straw. Drinking were required for courses. Ninety-one thousand to one hundred and thirty-six thousand liters. Twenty to thirty thousand gallons of fresh water. That's a lot. Yeah. Supplies needed. A knight was the ultimate weapon on a medieval battlefield. On armored, an 
armored warrior on an armored horse, he towered above any above any other soldiers. A ferocious charge by a force of knights was usually enough to break lines of enemy infantry and set them running go A. Charge! Knights on horseback thunder across the battlefield to towards the enemy with the lances big and high and the swords ready to, to kill. <sighs> Stop that horse! To try to hold the threat of mounted warriors, infantry began to develop actual weapons and tactics to stop charges by night. Cow chops were small twisted strips and iron nails scattered on the ground. They were designed that one spike always pointed upwards to split the hooves of the horse and crippled them. Pikes or spears, anything up to 4 meters, <coughs> 13 feet long. Squads of pikemen working together could stop most cavalry cavalry charges if they were brave enough to not run as the night hurdled towards them. At a distance, flying arrows posed a major threat to knights on the battlefield. At a distance of 100 meters or 110 yards, an archer with a longbow could pin a knight to his horse. Battle report: Archers on at and court. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that. At the battle, 1415, the English army led by King Henry V outnumbers 8,500 English soldiers against over 40,000 French. But Henry had 7,000 longbowmen, fired a vast cloud of arrows, 1,000 a second, over 600,000 in total and shattered the attack by French knights. Castle strongholds. Medieval castles were massive strongholds owned by kings and wealthy lords. They were a mark of wealth and power and they were constantly under threat of attack. As well as knights, castle owners employed other soldiers, watchmen and men at arms to protect their home. Personal put Protection. Knights would often act as bodyguards when the lord left his castle. Duty to fight. In early medieval times, knights lived inside the lord's castles, but they eventually became wealthy men. They received payment and often land from their lord and collected booty from battles and prize money from tournaments. Soon they were able to build their own homes, but were still bound to protect the lord and his castle doing under attack slash siege. Lord of the castle, wealthy nobles such as lords, were allowed to own land and build grand castles in return for supporting the king. Under siege! The easiest way to capture a castle was to starve and inhabit into surrender. But if the forces were well supplied, it had to be stormed by soldiers. Knights usually led the charge with the support of foot soldiers and mighty siege weapons like catapults and trebuchets. Fighting talk, siege engines during the siege. The attacking army would use massive weapons known as siege engines to break through castle walls. The trebuchet was a lava machine with a throwing arm of 20 meters, 66 feet long and could hurl rocks weighing up to 140 kilograms, 310 lips and, and uh, over enemy walls. 
the mangle was a catapult that could do a missile up to 1,000 meters, 1,100 yards. It could be used to throw anything from rotting animal carcasses to spread disease to boxes, buckets of turning star tar to start fires. The ballista was giant crossbow that could fire large darts, penetrating everything at almost 500 meters, 550 yards. Prisoners and hostages in the Middle Ages was a violent period of history. Ordinary soldiers were often killed in battle rather than taking prisoners or left to die if wounded. However, knights were respected as elite soldiers and had a good chance of surviving if they were captured. Respect and ransom. <coughs> Sorry, knights had a high level of esteem for each other, even if they were enemies on the battlefield. The heat of battle a knight might give the chance to surrender and be exalted to, to safely by a squire. Captured knights were usually ransomed and held hostage and sold back to their families. As, a we as well as showing respect, this also gave captors the opportunity to make large sums of money, depending on the value of the prisoner captured when a knight was captured in battle his life would often be spared he would be held as a prisoner but released in return for ransom money and king's ransom yeah how do you think how much a king's gonna cost how much king richard king richard the first of england was captured in uh 11 92. He was locked up in Trifles Castles in Germany by the Holy Roman Emperor Henry VI. Henry demanded a huge ransom of 150,000 marks, 65,000 pounds of silver, with about 2 billion pounds today, which his mother brought in emergency taxes to raise the money to get him back. Fighter King King Richard the First played uh, was known as Richard Book the Lionheart because of his rep reputation as a grave and great warrior on the battlefield. Battle report: Angie Court massacres. I'm not sure how to pronounce that though. 1415 during the Battle of blah blah blah. You know the one I just said. <coughs> Sorry, the English took many French prisoners when a raiding party attacked his supply wagons. King Henry V of England thought French reinforcements had arrived. Urgently, he ordered the prisoners to be killed in case they joined the fight again. Henry sent 200 archers to do the killing, finding some, <coughs> some French knights alive in the houses where they were held. <laughs> That's hard. That is painful and hard. Civilized knights. Noble knights were expected to cut above lowly soldiers. In order to achieve this, knights lived by a code of good behavior called chivalry. This meant they had to be brave warriors, but they also expected to be courteous, I'm sure I pronounced that correctly, and honorable to protect those weaker than themselves. 
a chival a feast a chivalrous knight would be highly educated well behaved and have witty compositions and impress lords and ladies alike with tales of valor at a feast fighting talk hunting bravery is part of chivalry so knights enjoyed the risk they took in hunting the more dangerous the quarry the better preferably wolves bear or wild boar hunting was a pastime for nobles only peasants caught poaching could be hung or blind as a punishment oh come on why don't you let the little guys get a little snack for you so you can have another big feed oh that's bad and you replied them courtesy love yeah i have the, that i have fewer shame photos <laughs> by the 14th century knights played a game of manners with ladies called courtly love each knight chose a noble lady to whom he dedicated himself the knight would worship the lady from a distance winning tournaments in her honor and fighting hard in battles so she would hear of it to please her he would dress well and be polite to all the knight chosen lady remained beyond reach like a star in the sky distant and never touched the knight could never marry her in fact she was often the wife of someone else token of love in this tournament of re-enchantment the victorious knight gave a rose to his chosen lady as a token of affection well since of my hip box i don't think i can read the rest of this book so uh see you next time bye